thank everyone who has brought treats, but we still need a lot more. Bring bags of candy on Sunday or Wednesday. Thank you everyone who has volunteered to help so far. If you have helped before or would still like to help, let Kathy know. Come on out on Wednesday, October 26th and bring lots of kids with you. Uh, Real Life Women's Conference, October 21st and 22nd at the Bemidji Sanford Center. Get your tickets. We still have some group tickets if you want to save big money. Text 218-209-1367 to purchase group tickets and to save on ticket prices and no fees. Go to unifiedproductionsgroup.com for more information. If you want to see touch points, Sunday morning services, or give online, go to tenstrikecommunitychurch.com. I wanted to share a scripture with you this morning uh, for giving, uh, for giving, which includes forgiving. Second uh, Corinthians chapter 9, verses 6 through 8. Remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. Whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. I just wanted to tell you that I love to give, and the more God blesses me, the more I want to give. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your faithfulness to us, Lord, in the changing of seasons. Lord, you never change. I pray that you would bless the gifts that are given today. Uh, bless our hearts as we give. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. something that we, we get to give. We don't have to give. We get to give. We get to give. We don't have to tithe, but we get to tithe. Amen? So, forgiven. I'm forgiven. Like the song said. That's the title of our message for today. I'm forgiven. And I, read, I wrote down a summary. When we get a revelation of what God has done concerning our sin through the sacrificial work of his son Jesus, we will realize that we are absolutely forgiven of all sin. So say this after me. Through Jesus Christ, I am absolutely Forgiven of all sin. Let's say that again. Through Jesus Christ, I am absolutely forgiven of all sin. Now say it real strong. Through Jesus Christ, I am absolutely forgiven of all sin. And then we should add hallelujah. Hallelujah. Isn't that something? You know, 
and the wages of sin is death. It says that in Romans 6.23. I mean, it's something to be forgiven of all sin because the wages of sin is death. Death is bad. It's separation. It's separation from all that's good, whether it's spiritually, in our soul, our mind, emotions, our body, our relationships, can include every area of life, finances, whatever. But through Jesus Christ, we are delivered from all sin. We're absolutely forgiven. Absolutely forgiven. And when we partake of communion, which we're going to be doing here in just a little bit, we're making a proclamation of that. We're proclaiming that we have been forgiven. We're proclaiming the Lord's death until he comes again. We're proclaiming this, that through Jesus' death, we have life eternal, and we're delivered from the wages of sin. That's a proclamation that's there, and we have eternal life. That's what the rest of that scripture says. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. It's eternal life. That's forever life, eternal life. You know, that's especially poignant or especially before us when a loved one may be approaching the time when we know they're going to transition to heaven. Five years ago, Joyce and I, well, Joyce's mother was dealing with some physical issues that were terminal and, and uh, she went into the nursing home about this time of year, end of September, I guess it was. And we had visited a few times. I think we were there. Yeah, we were there with her the night before she went to the nursing home. She just couldn't stay in the home by herself anymore. And so she went into the Edgebrook Care Center in Edgerton, Minnesota. <clears throat> And we had visited her at least once or twice in between there. But then on December 4 of that year, 2017, uh, we were going to go down to see them because uh, Isaac Van Nessen, who is uh, our nephew, he and his wife were involved in a ministry called As One, and they were going to have a banquet. It's a mission organization to raise some funds. And that was going to be on Monday night, December 4. And our thought was we'd leave after church, and we did, to go down. And my thought was I'm going to bring communion down there to have with Mom Rosebone. And, uh, you know, it was at... That time that, uh, well, I'll get to that later. So anyway, we, you know, we're at church. We had the morning service and so forth. We went down there, 
And here I, I forgot to bring along, we have a little communion set and uh, we bring that with us. I do that sometimes to bring communion to people. Uh, I forgot it here. And uh, so we got down there and we thought we need to stop in to see Mom Rosenbaum before we head off to this banquet. And uh, we did, and I realized I had forgotten that. We had a little, few minutes with her together, and then we were just getting ready to go and get over to Sioux Falls, which was about an hour away. And uh, Mom Rosebaum looked out the window and she says, be careful, it's starting to snow. Watch your driving. And so we did, we got out the door and then we started down Highway 268 heading west of Edgerton and it got bad real fast as it can do down there where there aren't trees you know to stop the wind and, and so we thought we can't go for a whole hour driving in this kind of weather and so we turned around came back and thought we'd say hi to Mom Rosebaum again before we went back to the to her house. That's where we were going to stay that night. And we got there just before supper time, and she hadn't had supper yet. And uh, I don't know, was it you, Joyce, that had the idea about supper, or was that Mom Rosebaum that? I had the. Could we get I that? had the thought. If we could get that mic on for Joyce there. I had the thought since we're here, if I could ask one of the uh, workers there if we could possibly have a. I don't think you're. They're live. Do you have it clipped up? Yeah. Okay. You might have to come up here and get close to me. Use my mic. I can do that. <laughs> Maybe it's working now, you could say. It's working? Okay. Okay, okay good. <laughs> you still could come get close to me, that's all right. <laughs> so anyway, I had the thought to ask one of the workers if possibly um, we could have a private meal with her. And um, they said, absolutely. And then they told us which room to go to, and it was a beautiful, quiet room. It looked like it was maybe a board meeting room. I mean, the, the furniture, the tables, the, the decor on the walls, it was so different than the nursing home uh, rooms. And uh, we wheeled mom there, and they brought us this wonderful meal. Just a wonderful meal. And we sat there enjoying it. Mom was having a good day, and she ate a lot that night. Yeah, so it was very special. Yeah. I'll let you continue. Yeah, and so here we were in this room, and we knew it. Um, well, the Last Supper with Mom Rosebaum. 
And you know, it was at the Last Supper that Jesus instituted communion that we're having today. And he wanted it to be something for us that we would remember, that we'd always keep before us what he did, the price that he paid, the blood that he shed, so that we could be forgiven. But anyway, this was the Last Supper that we had with Om Roosevelt. And I, I, honestly, I can't remember what it was, but it was really good. But halfway through the meal, I realized that they had brought us each a glass of grape juice and a piece of bread on a plate. And my half, halfway through the meal, my lightning fast mind <laughs> realized, well, there's something going on here. And I mean, it was, it was a glass of grape juice and a plate with a piece of white bread on it. And so, it's like the Lord says, you get the idea, Steve, you did forget the communion elements, but here they are. Here they are. And so we did, when we were done eating, we had communion together. So we had the Last Supper, but then the last, our last communion together with Grandma Rosebone, or Mom Rose. And we, together, were knowing that Mom Rosebone only had a few days to live. But you know what? She's still alive and well. She left this life. That was death. That's separation from her physical body. But she has eternal life, that Zoe life. The wages of sin is what? Death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Eternal life. I didn't look it up this morning. I just got the scripture this morning. That's why it's not up on the screen. But to share it, the Lord gave it to me. I believe that's probably that word Zoe in the Greek. And that means the God kind of life and it's forever. Forever, forever, forever. Hallelujah. <clears throat> and we were celebrating that, that we knew she only had days to live. But we also knew that she was going to live forever and that we would see her again. See, this is the thing about believers in Jesus Christ. We're going to see each other again when we get to heaven. I mean, it's an eternal family. An eternal family. And we are forgiven because we're forgiven. Those wages of sin. We're forgiven. It says in 1 John 4, and this will be our first scripture there on the screen. 1 John 4, 7. It says, Beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God, and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. In this the love of God was manifested toward us, that God has sent his only begotten Son into the world, that we might live through him. In this is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us 
and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sin. Okay, repeat this word after me. Propitiation. Very good. Dave Steinhorst, I don't see, are you here today, Dave? Or out there probably, Dave Steinhorst taught me how to say that word correctly. <laughs> I was saying propitiation. <laughs> he said, actually, Pastor Steve, is propitiation. <laughs> so Jesus is the propitiation for my sins. So what does that mean? Well, propitiation from my Spirit-Filled Life Bible, the word wealth there. It says the word describes Christ through his sacrificial death as appeasing the wrath of God on account of sin. Appeasing. The word pictures Jesus' death as expiatory. Now there's another one of the words. Say that word. Expiatory. If you're like me, there's probably a few here who know what that means, but I didn't, so I looked it up. In other words, it, this is expiatory. Christ's death for us, listen to this, listen to this, listen to this. Receive it. Illumination, revelation. In other words, Christ's death for us makes a total, all-encompassing end to sin. Merriam-Webster says, to make amends, extinguish, make obsolete, redeem. So it's expiatory is to put an end to. I've heard that word propitiation, I've heard it described as the complete answer for the sin problem. Complete answer for the sin problem. Let's go to another scripture, Romans 3. But now the righteousness of God, this is verse 21, apart from the law, in other words, from my works to be righteous, is revealed, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. We can find it there. That's in the word of God. Even the righteousness of God through faith. That's through believing. Not through my works. It's through believing in what we're talking about here today. This Lamb of God slain for us. Jesus, the Son of God. Faith in Jesus Christ. To all and on all who believe. I believe in Jesus. Do you believe in Jesus? We believe in him and we have received his salvation, right? From sin. Well, then you're not under condemnation, so don't be there anymore. Don't live there. Don't allow it in your life, that condemnation. For there is no difference, and there he's talking about Jew or Gentile, for all have sinned. That's the point. Everybody has sinned. 
and all fall short of the glory of God. None of us are good enough. I mean, we just aren't perfect. I mean, we're, we're not perfect. God is without sin. There's no darkness in him at all. 1 John 1. Being justified, and of course we've seen that just as if I had never sinned. We've been justified freely. Put note there, without any cost. By his grace, through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God set forth as a propitiation by his blood through faith. There it is again, that word, but also the word redemption. So what is, what is redemption? Lots of big words here today. Well, again, my word wealth, my spirit-filled life Bible, says a release secured by the payment of a ransom. Deliverance. Setting free. That's what Jesus has done for us in regard to all the junk, all the sin. It goes on and says the word in secular Greek described a conqueror releasing prisoners, a master ransoming a slave, and redemption from a yoke. The New Testament, in the New Testament, it designates deliverance through Christ from the evil and the penalty of sin. All the penalty. We're delivered from that penalty. The price, it goes on, it says, the price paid to purchase that liberation was the shed blood of Jesus. And that's what we have in our communion as we partake of communion. The broken body, the shed blood of Jesus. And that's what we're doing when we partake of it together. We're partaking together. We're proclaiming together that we are totally forgiven of all sin and we are in life forever in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Forever, 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 forever is a long time. It's a horrible thought to think of a forever without God. And when it's without God, we're separated from Him. That's what spiritual death is. When we come to Christ, receive that forgiveness that He has given to us, you know, confess that we are sinners, and receive the forgiveness. You have to do that. We have to do it. If there's somebody here that has not done that yet, this is your day. This is your day. Don't leave without doing that. You can do it right now. Just say, I'm a sinner. I receive you as my Savior, Jesus. Thank you for forgiving my sin. And you know what? That's where we're to be evangelists with that word. Wherever we go. Ephesians 1, verse 3. 
Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. Just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy. I put caps on these. Holy and without blame before him in love. That's how he sees us. I'm covered over with the precious blood of Jesus. I'm covered over with the robe of righteousness. I'm covered over with the robe of righteousness that Jesus gives to me. I'm covered over with the precious blood of Jesus and he lives in me. Oh, how sweet it is to know my heavenly Father loves me so he gives to me my Jesus. And when he looks at me, he sees not what I used to be. He sees, he sees Jesus. He doesn't see what I used to be. But now he sees us like it says there in verse 4. Just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. And look at this. Having predestined us to adoption. You're adopted. You're my bro and my sis. In Jesus Christ. We're family. We truly are family. That's the truth. We're family in Christ Jesus. We're adopted. As sons by Jesus Christ to himself. According to the good pleasure of his will to the praise of the glory of his grace by which he made us accepted. We're accepted. We're not under condemnation. We're accepted in the beloved. The word accepted in the Strong's it says to grace someone, to endue with special honor, to be highly favored, And that's what you are. That's who you are in Christ Jesus. Not in yourself, in Christ Jesus. You are accepted in the beloved. You are graced by God. You are endued with special honor by God. You are highly favored by God. This is what, these are the things we need to realize, know, 
when the enemy, the accuser of the brethren, Satan, that word Satan means accuser, when he tries to bring condemnation on us and makes us think we're just no good, or when we miss it in sin. Does anybody here besides me miss it sometimes yet? I didn't see any hands, but I heard a few yeses. I'm glad I'm not the only one that misses it sometimes. How far did I get here? We're seven. In him we have redemption. There's that word again. Through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, the forgiveness of sins, the forgiveness of sins. Say that with me. The forgiveness of sins. Again, according to the riches of his grace. You say, why do you have us say all those things? Well, at least most of them, it's, it's, it's speaking the word. And that's part of we believe things in our heart and we confess them with our, our mouth. We need to say things. Christianity has been called the great confession. It's confessing it. It's not just confessing sin. You know, that's an initial part. But then it's confessing these things. Acts 10.43 To him all the prophets witness that through his name whoever believes in him will receive remission. And then my footnote says forgiveness of sins. That word remission, another big word. Again, from my Bible, there's a word wealth that says to send away. The word signifies a release from bondage or imprisonment, dismissal, sending away, and forgiveness with the added quality of canceling out all judgment, all punishment, all obligation, and all debt. And Strong's adds, freedom, deliverance, liberty, and pardon. And that's what we have through our Lord Jesus Christ and his shed blood. That's what we have. So say this after me. Through the blood of Jesus, and say it strong and kind of fast, okay, because I got a few of them here. <laughs> Through the blood of Jesus, my sin has been sent away. I am released from sin. I am no longer in bondage to sin. I am dismissed from sin. I am dismissed from the consequences of sin. I'm no longer a prisoner of sin. Through Jesus, I am forgiven of sin. All judgment for my sin is canceled out. All punishment for my sin has been canceled. I no longer have obligation or debt because of sin. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Here's some more. Here's some more. Through Jesus, I am free from sin. I am delivered from sin. I have liberty. I have pardon. Now you start feeling under it, under the accusation of the enemy about yourself and who you are in Christ. I mean, you aren't thinking then who you are in Christ, but if that comes on you, condemnation, you're feeling condemnation, I'm not good enough. That's what the devil will always try to tell you. And some people will try to tell you that too. You're not a good enough father, you're not a good enough uh, mother, you're not a good enough student or teacher, or you're not a good enough employer, not a good enough employee, um, whatever it might be. Just make your own list, make a list. Make this list, get it offline. Maybe you're writing it down like my wife does. Joyce takes notes. She still takes notes of every message. I knew what Gus's message was after she watched. Or no, that was, I listened to Gus's message myself online. That was very good. You didn't hear that. So no condemnation. No condemnation. No condemnation. And we're ready for communion, I believe. Phil Hirschberger, toward the end, well, somewhere in the practice, he and Angie agreed, let's keep this simple. <laughs> As they were practicing, it's always such a blessing for me to be here in practice time because I get edified, I get lifted up. You know, I'm praying over them while they're practicing, but I myself, Chrissy's nodding her head, and you have that too when you're here. I mean, just being in the midst of that, even the practice, even when they stop and say, oh, let's not do it that way, let's do it this way. There's still an anointing that's coming forth. But anyway, uh, Phil says, you know, the kiss thing, keep it simple. And then he used the stupid word, but it it triggered something. It triggered something in me because as I began to work on the message for last Monday or whenever it was, I think it was a week ago on Saturday. I started working on this message, and I started all I getting all these scriptures. You know, when you get in the Word, you know, just all these scriptures start coming and. And then I, it's like the Lord, Lord whispered the kiss thing. Only for me it was, keep it simple, Steve. <laughs> keep it simple, Steve. I am forgiven. Say that. I am forgiven. That's what it is. I'm forgiven. I'm forgiven. I'm forgiven. I'm forgiven. I like that. I'm forgiven. <laughs> That's what it is. Hallelujah. Let's take communion together. This is the proclamation of it. And we proclaim it as we do this. 
We're proclaiming it together, just like we did with Joyce's mom five years ago. We were proclaiming that together, by faith, we knew that she was going to live forever and that we would see her again. So, Joyce, did you have... Can you open up my... uh, If you don't have a communion cup, find a seat where there's not somebody sitting and there should be one there. And um, there's two flaps on here, I think you know probably by now. The first one is for the body, the broken bread. You know, it says in 1 Corinthians 11:23, For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take eat, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. This is his body. And we need to know that it's his body that was broken, that ours might be whole. We receive wholeness in our bodies today. But also, we remember, we discern the Lord's body that we are brothers and sisters together in the body and we love one another in Jesus' name. And if you have sickness or disease in your body, just use this as a point of faith to release your faith, to receive that healing even today. So let's partake of that together. Hallelujah. Okay, now the next... Thank you, Lord Jesus. In the same manner, he took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And we remember you, Lord. We remember what you did for us. Remember that you are the propitiation for our sin. You are our redemption. You are our justification. You are all of those things to us. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes again. So Lord, we know, we know from your word that your shed blood removes all sin. It's a complete answer for all of our sin and that we no longer have condemnation when we're in you. Hallelujah. So let's partake of that together. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We're so thankful. We are so thankful. Hallelujah.
praise your name. We just let that, we seal up. Pause and think on that. Meditate on it. We're forgiven. We're covered over with that robe of righteousness. I think some of you know that. Let's sing that together. That song. I'm covered over with the precious blood Jesus. No, that was wrong. <laughs> we start out with the robe of righteousness. I am covered over with the robe of righteousness that Jesus gives to me. I am covered over with the precious blood of Jesus and he lives in me. Oh, how sweet it is to know my heavenly Father loves me so he gives to me my Jesus. And when he looks at me, he sees not what I used to be, but he sees Jesus. That is really something. Thank you, Lord. We're going to have prayer for Shirley Walker, who is... Why don't you come up here, Shirley? Let's all stand up. And... Why don't some of you just have a bunch of you come up here? <clears throat> Shirley's going to be going to Colorado and uh, working at Karis Bible College there. And tell us what you're going to do there. Sure. I'm going to be working with uh, Andrew, has, Andrew Womack. Uh, Andrew Womack Ministries has 60,000 partners. And I'm going to be the, this is a long title, the, the Relations um, Partnership Correspondence Supervisor. So I'm going to be t working with some of those 60,000 people to encourage them, pray with them, find out if there's anything that we can help them with, and then also encourage them to come to Cares Bible College, get into their church, and so on, and be generally a partner, as I think we can see right here. We're, I guess we all are partners here as well. Hallelujah, and we'll pray for you, and also for a healing of your neck, right? Right, yeah, I'm, I'm also moving because I'm going to be going to Woodland Park. And um, with the tension of all of that, I have a neck and a back issue, and so I would appreciate healing prayer. Thank you so much. And the enemy, you know, the enemy's been trying to, trying to tell you that you're not yep. capable of this. Well, you're not, surely, That's in right. yourself. Right. You know, it's through Jesus yeah. that capability is there. And so, we thank you, Lord, that your anointing is upon Shirley Walker for this. And you out there, you can just reach your hand out toward her, maybe. Your anointing, Lord, your capability, 
your ability, everything that will be needed for this position for surely to function very well is in you. And that is imparted to her, it's in her, through the Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, yes. it's in her. Yes. And we as a church family, or a church family, we send her forth into this place, into this position, yes. and we thank you that you will endow her with everything she needs. And that fear, put your hand here. So some more, your lady just come around, just put your hand right there, right there. Fear or dread about this, in the name of Jesus, it is gone. And also, Angie, put your hand right up there, tries to, right up here. On her neck. Where is it? Right there. We just thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for your healing power yes, there. Thank you, Jesus. you know what? I'm going to anoint you. You want to hold that? Um, I'm going to anoint you with oil here. Jesus' name, we anoint you with oil. Hallelujah. Representing the Holy Spirit and His empowerment for this position. In Jesus' name. Going forth with no fear. No fear here. No, yeah, no fear. No fear. Any feelings of inadequacy, they're just cast aside. The confidence, confidence coming forth, the confidence. Confidence in what she will be doing. A joy yeah, about it. That's it. Joy. Yep, his joy. Yep, yep, yep. Joy unspeakable and full of glory. Yes. In Jesus' name. Uh, yeah. For the promotion of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. For the promotion of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ in this earth. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. It's done. Amen. Then also we take this opportunity for our, the team that we've sent forth on that mission trip, which maybe you're seeing this right now with us as well. And we know they're getting close to the homeward journey now. We just thank you for all connections and all plane flights and all that's needed there, but also completion, the total completion of what's happening there. In Jesus' name, we thank you for it. Now. Hallelujah. We pray over the meal that we're about to eat. What are we going to eat? White chili. White chili. Oh, that's good. White chili. And if anyone needs prayer, please come up here. If you just want to share the Hallelujah. God bless. <laughs>